0: And welcome to our October angel reading. So hard to believe it's coming into October already. The year has just flown by. I'm going to be talking about the theme for October. We're going to be touching on the astrological events and dates coming up. We'll be looking at the angel cards for the month ahead. And of course, I'll be talking about intuitive messages that have come up for the month as well. If any of you haven't met me before, my name is Sandra Ray. I'm an author, healer, and spiritual teacher. And I'm so glad to welcome you here. Thank you for being here and for tuning in to this guidance and for following your heart and your soul calling. So just before we begin, uh, my neighbours are doing a bit of work next door, so there may be a little bit of noise. Hopefully, we'll set the intention that everything is quiet while I'm recording this. And um, yeah, hopefully everything works out. So let's get into it, and we'll start with the theme for the month. So the theme for October that I've been tuning into, um, it's coming up really strongly that compassion is the, te- the theme for the month ahead. So of course, compassion always starts with ourselves. It starts with self-compassion, being with our suffering and not trying to get rid of it um, allowing the wound to be there and holding it in love, holding it in grace And then allowing that to expand out to others in our lives. So it doesn't have to be that we do one or the other. We can be in a state of compassion with ourselves and we can then extend that out to others. So I think this this theme of compassion is coming up so much right now because we're seeing so much judgment in the world. We're seeing so much judgment about you know, us and them, and um, especially with the pandemic, the state of affairs in the world, everything that's going on, there's very much, you know, finger pointing, and they should have done this, they shouldn't have done this. And when we're in a state of compassion, we take back that judgment, and we realize, firstly, there are no others, we are all one, and we need to support each other. And when I was thinking about compassion and what it means, the 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 word itself is well, firstly to me it means it's the ability to recognize another's pain. But the word itself, the literal meaning is to suffer together. Now, when I'm saying to grow compassion, I don't mean to grow your suffering, but to recognize the suffering in another and recognize it as your own because there is no separation and if another is suffering then on some level you are suffering you don't have to own the suffering but to know that we all need to be free in order for all of us to benefit a story comes to mind it's from a book i read a long long time ago i think it was um alberto villaldo um, it might have been Shaman, Healer, Sager, one of his books, but I remember reading at the time he was visiting a friend in, I think it was South America, it's a long time since I read it, so the exact details might not be as accurate as um, I remember, but he, the theme, the gist is that he was visiting a friend and they were walking along the beach one evening and as they were walking along the beach, uh, three men approached them and they wanted their wallets they were robbing them so his friend's first reaction was to resist but his reaction was to not only hand over their wallets um but also to offer his watch and he took off his watch he was like here have this as well and then he saw that one of the men wasn't wearing any shoes that was robbing them so he said here, I see you don't have any shoes, you need some shoes, take mine. And he handed over his shoes. And I think he ended up handing over his jacket as well. And instead of this being, and if I recall, I'm nearly sure that one of them was trained in martial arts, so they probably could have fought off the attackers successfully. But the point being that not only did he willingly hand over most of us would resist and run or fight or you know try in some way to stop this happening not only did he hand everything over he noticed the suffering he noticed that they had no shoes they had no money and his point was well they have nothing they have no money there's money in my wallet but I have plenty more money and in the end he said to one of them I have a passport in my wallet. I need to get home. If I don't have the passport, um, I'm not going to get my flight home. And because he would so willingly handed everything over, they actually opened it up and they handed him back the passport. I think they went up waving goodbye and smiling. And it just shows that he was in so much depth of compassion for their suffering and what they were going through that he was able to willingly give to them, knowing that in truth he's giving to himself because there is no separation, there are no others. And he ended up getting his passport back, being able to get home. And of course, coming out of that, not feeling any sense of um, being violated or uh, attacked, feeling a sense of, absolute love and joy for his ability to help those people and if you think of that on a day-to-day basis if you even scale it back and think of if somebody pulls out in front of you in traffic do you immediately have compassion for them thinking oh that person must be, must be in such a rush that they have to pull out um, and cut me off or do you think, oh, I can't believe they did that, and it, like go to attacking the person and their motives? So I recently, I this happened to me. I was pulling out of my uh, road, and I ran around the corner, and there was a line of traffic at the traffic lights, and the car in front of me, um, the a cyclist came past my car and pulled up at the car in front of me and started shouting abuse into the person driving that car they'd obviously gone past the cyclist and something happened I don't know what happened and I was just observing it and I wasn't really you know too involved in it I just was more curious about what might have happened that would cause such aggression in the cyclist and then I went around the corner went around another corner and I noticed the cyclist cycling beside me a few minutes later there was a bit of traffic and I'd down. And then I went to inch ahead in traffic and he cut in front of me. And it surprised me actually because I didn't realize he was going to and then turned around and proceeded to start shouting at me and my car. And I was kind of bewildered. I was like, what is he shouting at? And then my first reaction was like, Oh, I can't believe he's shouting at me. I didn't do anything wrong. What's he shouting at? That's his fault. And like blaming him. So going to, you know, blame, anger, judgment, all the things. And it was only on reflection that I was thinking, well, he must have been in really great pain, great discomfort. Something really, really awful must have happened or been happening that day or in his life to evoke such anger. And I know it wasn't personal because. A few minutes earlier he had shouted in the same aggressive way at somebody else and you know just really feeling compassion but it was so easy for me in the moment to judge him and to um to be in a state of frustration because i was thinking well that's not my fault and you know judging the situation rather than holding that person and myself in compassion so when i say um about Being compassionate towards ourselves first and then expanding that out to others, really practicing it, really beginning to be with somebody else's pain and to allow yourself to send love and healing and to hold their pain and your own, hold that in grace because everybody's going through something on some level and we need to be able to hold each other's suffering in grace, without the judgment, without the anger, without the frustration. And yes, all of those are natural reactions, but they're reactions which are coming from a lower vibration of, um, you know, separation of right and wrong polarity. But when we come back to oneness, then we realize, okay, well, there's nothing to judge. There is no separation. There is no right and wrong. There's just there's this spectrum and when we, when it comes down to it, everyone, everybody has something going on, some personal story, some history that we have no clue about, but we can tune into their suffering through their state of being. And it's true, I read recently, I saw, I think it was on Instagram posts that said, when we're we're um, happy, we feel good. And other people feel that feeling of feeling good and it's inspiring, and it's contagious, and other people feel happy. But when we're unhappy, when we're in a state of suffering, then generally we do feel angry, or despairing, or judgmental, or all those things. And when others are in that state, we don't think, oh, that poor poor person, they're suffering. How can I hold them in a state of grace, or hold them in a state of love? We just immediately condemn. So realizing that when people are in lower states and uh, lower vibrations of fear anger judgment worry sadness all of those that there's some internal suffering going on and compassion is the key compassion is the answer both for ourselves first and foremost if that other person has had an effect on us that's caused us suffering and then for extending that, that um, compassion to those other people as well so I hope you really embrace this and practice this in your life. And no doubt you'll be given plenty of opportunity. There's always somebody who we can hold in compassion. And um, there's always things going on in our own lives that we can hold ourselves in compassion. So during the month let's look at the key astrological events and dates that are coming up. Um, There's a lot coming up in October, so the first thing is the new moon in Libra which is on the 6th of October. And Following that we have the 1010 portal on the 10th of October, then we have Mercury going direct on the 18th of October. The 20th of October we have the full moon in Aries, the 22nd is the beginning of Scorpio season and then the 31st is Samhain. So let's look at each of these and dig into them a little bit more. So the new moon in Libra on the 6th. So Libra is all about relationships but also surprisingly enough is all about compassion as well and it's funny because I tuned into the theme for the month, first of all, before even looking at the astrological events. And then when I started going through the dates and I saw the full moon in Libra and knowing Libra is about, you know, compassion, I just laughed when that was the theme for the month. It's just it just rings so true. So the angel of Libra is Zuriel, and Zuriel works with Haniel to boost self compassion and self appreciation, and also with Ariel, with Ariel's beautiful breath of life, to blow away limiting beliefs and to start fresh. So you can work with these aer- um, Ariel, these angels, um, Ariel, Zuriel, and Haniel to help you to appreciate yourself, to boost self-compassion, to boost compassion for others and it's perfect timing with this new moon because the new moon is all about setting intentions and new beginnings. Okay so following the new moon we have the 1010 portal on the 10th of October, the 10th um, month of the year. So we have a few things going on here with this portal. We have the numbers one and zero, and also the number two is coming up here. So zero represents divinity. So zero is a circle. It has no beginning, no end, and it represents oneness, wholeness. Um, The number one is all about intuition. It's about going within. And then we have number two, which is bringing balance. So we have this divinity, this wholeness, Uh, We have intuition, we have balance, and it's all interconnected. So, on the ten ten portal, a perfect day for tuning into your intuition, balancing within and your world within and your world without, and the outside or the seemingly outside world, um, and tuning into your own divinity, tuning into who you really are in truth, who you are, um, because you're not just a person living an individual existence you are divine, you are um, unlimited, you are infinite spirit experiencing this world through the physical form, um, but we can't forget who we are in truth. And then following that, we have Mercury going direct on the 18th. So We'll find that this eases communication, we'll find this opening of communication. Um, It's a good time to start new projects with Mercury going direct, things can start to move forward again, things will seem to um, take on new uh, momentum. But also we have Mercury direct just before the full moon in Aries. And of course, the full moon is like a culmination, it's like the end point. So, yes things will start to seem to move forward but with the full moon a couple of days later on the 20th and um, there may seem to be a little bit of whole a halt in things again um, or a slowing down even and um, so let's look at the full moon the full moon is in the sign of aries And Aries, as we know, is a fire sign, which brings confidence, it brings self-belief, it brings passion. Um, And the guardian angel of Aries is Machitiel. So Machitiel is linked to the head. And when we have this confidence, self-belief, this passion, um, we can often be very much in our heads. We can be overthinking things, we can be um, just caught up in thoughts or fears or worries or stress. So just asking material to help you to bring balance and allowing yourself to be in that confidence, be in that self-belief, um, but being in a grounded state through it. So the fire sign um, can be very passionate energy, can bring up emotions and um, very passionately. So it, it is bringing up Um, anger or um, fiery emotions and just working with material to help you to um, ground that and bring balance and not to be um, too extreme to one side or the other. So following full moon, we have Scorpio season beginning on the 22nd and Scorpio is represented by, uh, we have the Phoenix, but um, also the Scorpion. So both of these represent transformation and Scorpio energy usually brings about big transformation, big changes. So during Scorpio season, um, it'll be a powerful time to uh, to change, to transform, um, powerful opportunities opening up for us. And you can work with the guardian angel of Scorpio, who's Barachiel, during Scorpio season to help you to transform on new levels, to help to bring about change for your highest and best good, and to help you to em- embrace and embody that change um, often we resist change, we find it difficult to let go of the old, um, but of course we have to let go of the old to usher in the new. So working with the energy of Scorpio to allow that change to happen in a more fluid and more relaxed way. And then finally at the end of the month, we have Samhain on the 31st, um, also known as Halloween. So Samhain is a Celtic Irish tradition which began about 2,000 years ago and Samhain is basically the division of the year between the lighter half of the summertime here in the northern hemisphere and the darker half of the winter. So it's this division between the two and at Samhain the division between the world's um, this world, this physical world, and the other world, the um, ethereal, the spirit world, um, is said to be at its thinnest, allowing spirits to pass through. So, we can work with this energy to tune into our psychic abilities, to tune into the angels, our spirit guides, and particularly um, Archangel Uriel is associated with uh, the festival of Samhain and with autumn as a whole, but. Uriel is really beneficial to work with because Uriel helps us to achieve our purpose and to let go of thoughts, let go of beliefs, let go of fears um that have been holding us back. So um Uriel's fire of life brings this alchemical, fiery um light to burn through um any anything, any blocks, any um energy that has been holding us back. And when you're working with Uriel, be prepared for powerful change. And this will also be complemented with this Scorpio energy, this energy of change and transformation. And um, you know, just know that whatever change that you're going through it's for your highest and best good when you align with that when you work with the angels and call in that the change is in your highest and best good when you set that positive intention and then you can relax and let go because you don't need to worry well is this change really what I'm meant to be doing am I really meant to you know you can let go of all the questioning all of the wondering all of the fear and the doubt and you can just let go knowing okay uh, the angels have got this i'm just going to hand it all over i've set the intention that the change is for my highest best interest so whatever way that comes about and you can also set the intention that it comes about through ease and grace and um, intention is a powerful thing so always setting the intention for how you want it to transpire so we are going to move into the angel cards for the month so three beautiful cards coming up the first card we have is this beautiful angel arid so arid is the guardian angel of self-belief who we've worked with before um particularly in fiercely spiritual family there's a beautiful um meditation that we've done with arid for self-belief and this is the card of belief in divine self and the future So when you see at the center of this card, you see this huge eye, and out of it are streaming rays of light, and you see the beautiful blue sky, the wings of light, and you can see that the light streaming out of the eye is seeing through fear, seeing through anything that is not of the light. So when we have this belief in the self, of course, it shines away any darkness, any lack of belief any lack of um courage any lack of faith and we start to believe in ourselves knowing who we truly are that we are divinity we are divine and that we are one with all so when we know that on the deepest levels when we know that experientially then of course there is nothing but to believe in ourselves and our power because we know truly who we are so Following on from that card the second card that we have coming up is I love this card it's the beautiful butterfly and dragonfly mandala and again we've worked with this card before it hasn't come up for a while and um, but this is the card of psychic and spiritual uh, development and transformation so we have the butterflies representing transformation and um, and the dragonflies, which represent this energy of air and water, and it's this beautiful purple hues which we know are linked to the third eye, and and um, the indigo and purple hues that are in this card, um, are linked to you know the, the clear seeing, the clairvoyance of the third eye. So working with the butterfly and dragonfly mandala, if you want to develop your psychic and spiritual abilities and your intuition as well and um, if you want to tune in to your intuition you can work with this card as well and call in um, that energy of opening up your intuitive and psychic abilities and also a great time to work with this is at uh, the festival of Samhain on the at the end of the month on the 31st and then the final card we have is this gorgeous feathered dragon of alchemy and revelation. So this is the card of alchemy leading to unity consciousness. So unity consciousness, it's what I've been talking about, um, the theme for the month, this theme of compassion. I was talking about this um, knowing that there are no others, knowing that we are all one, knowing that we are all from the same source. We're all expressions of the one uh, power, the one source. So unity consciousness is another way of um, tuning into this oneness and compassion can lead us there. Um, But also this card is linked to the beautiful fire alchemy that we were talking about with Uriel, Uriel's fire of life. And I mentioned about um, how Uriel is linked to the festival of Samhain. So again we have this fiery alchemical energy coming through with the Feathered Dragon. Um, so you can work with Uriel and the Feathered Dragon of Alchemy and Revelation. And the, again Samhain is coming up as a great time Throughout the month, you can work with this energy, but on the Festival of Sound on the 31st of the month, really powerful time when that um, veil between the worlds is said to be thinner or to be lifted, and you can tune in more easily. And you can really, you know, tune into truths that maybe have been hidden from you, maybe you haven't um, had access to them, and they've always been there, but you may not have been vibrating at the level of those truths so they've remained hidden to you and so a chance to raise your vibration to lift yourself to a new level of being and to tune into these truths and also when we talk about alchemy um you know this fire of life often it can be very (laughs) etheric when we talk about alchemy to me alchemy in its most basic form um is when we can alchemize our emotions so a great example of this is when you are in a state of a lower vibration emotion so be it um sadness anger frustration judgment all the things we were talking about um, which we can bring passion to but have you ever been in a state of anger and an opportunity has come up to laugh to laugh at something and this happens to me all the time with my kids where they'll do something that will bring up anger and I'll be in a state of like I can't believe they just did that you know they may have uh, broken something or hit uh, their brother you know and then they'll say something that will be so funny and the temptation is to resist laughing at it but this is the very point where you can alchemize the anger into a higher vibration of laughter. But so often we resist this because we think, well, I have to be the parent, I have to be the responsible one, I have to be this, or I'm too angry to give in to the laughter. Um, but 100% of the time, when I give in to the laughter, when I let let the laughter come true, it alchemizes, it transmutes the anger, of course, first and foremost. Um, it lightens the situation. Everybody ends up laughing. And that's exactly how we have to, first of all, just allow the alchemy to the transformation to happen. Because I have, I can say I've done both. I've been in situations where I've resisted the laughter and I've stayed in the anger and it's never done me any good. But when I give in to the laughter, it always lightens everybody and the situation and leads to a perfect outcome. And the same can be said for fear. Um, They say that fear is excitement without the breath when you actually breathe when you just pause for a minute to take a deep breath when you're in fear you're breathing very shallowly you're tensing your body when you take a minute to breathe that fear can be transmuted into excitement and obviously depending on the situation but more often than not that is the case Uh, particularly when you think about the fear of public speaking that fear can so easily be transmuted into excitement when you work with the breath you can go from standing in front of hundreds of people being completely terrified to working with the breath and being excited to deliver the speech or whatever it is that you have to present um so yeah working with emotional alchemy first of all because that's where we can really apply it in our lives um you know When you think about alchemy, often we think about transmuting lead to gold. None of us are going around trying to transmute lead to gold, but we're transmuting ourselves vibrationally, our emotions, our thoughts. We're transmuting them all the time. And that's what real alchemy is. So allowing yourself to do that and working with Uriel, working with the feathered dragon of alchemy and revelation um, to really allow yourself to embody that and to become a master um, of yourself because that's what it's all about. So October is bringing lots of things to to really look forward to, uh, lots of opportunities, lots of growth, lots of spiritual development, lots of chances to work with the angels. So I hope you will dive in and go deep and really embody the change. Thank you all so much for being here and I will see you very soon for the next episode of the Fiercely Spiritual Podcast.